picture on social media got a chuckle out of me recently. It was a picture of a menu at a fast food restaurant where they apparently have a menu item called gongyong chicken or dinosaur chicken. I'm thinking dinosaur shaped chicken nuggets. Now, incidentally, this item must have been sold out, but instead of writing sold out over that menu item, the restaurant had written extinct. Haha. <laughs> Such clever and witty lines that not only deliver important information but also get a chuckle or two out of its readers have a way of making us feel good. It feels as though it's not just another marketing tactic, but rather like whoever wrote such lines actually thinks about the audience. It's as if they want to do more than just hand out information. They want to put a smile on people's faces, or better yet, make them laugh, and maybe even make their days. There is usually one or two people like that around us too, right? Good people who always find the silver linings and find ways to make people smile with the silliest jokes. Well, who comes to your mind? I'm Lena Park, and this is One Fine Day. Welcome to One Fine Day with Lena Park. That was Dinosaur by uh, Ang Miu. Yes, starting us off today. But of course, you know, even when delivering the exact same message, there are those who just keep on talking and talking and talking until we are yawning and rolling our eyes. And then there are some people who keep it short and simple, and still manage to slide a joke or two in there to make the message more palatable and memorable. We often differentiate the two as being articulate versus inarticulate, or maybe sometimes even fun versus boring. But perhaps it also depends on how considerate the speaker is. Because when we want to make sure that the listener is having fun or when we are trying to lift up someone's mood, we would think twice and make more of an effort to choose our words carefully. Now, hoping that you will enjoy the next two hours with me, I will try to choose my words and songs carefully as well. But first things first, tell me where you are and what you're doing right now because our global roll call is coming up in just a moment. Don't forget that your song requests, as well as your sayander, stories and anecdotes about anything and everything, are always welcome here as well. Nothing is too trivial. Anything goes. So message me on Kong, right on the various message boards on our website at world.kbs.co.kr. Or leave a comment on our latest posts on Instagram at KBS One Fine Day and Facebook at facebook.com slash English KBS. If you're streaming us via YouTube at youtube.com slash KBS World Radio Service, you can also leave your messages there as well. If you have a Korean phone number, you can text me. At sharp 8150, it is 51 per SMS and 101 per MMS. Now, today is hump day, so you know what that means. Kyo Top 10 will be coming up in part 2 of the show, so do stick around for our mini trip back in time. I will be back with that roll call after this song break. Here is Isunghan with Nanan Tanoya. I'm always you. Fine Day is coming to you live from Seoul, Korea. Right now it is 5.22 p.m. And wow, I just can't get over how warm it is. There's like not even a tinge of 
cold, snappy, little chill, crisp breeze. Nothing. It's just warm. <laughs> right now, I'm talking to you in a studio located on the fourth floor of the main KBS building in Yeido, Seoul. Where are you? It is the global roll call. A chance for me to find out where in the world all my listeners are and what you are all up to today. Let's find out. It's where are you? Amir Jamil says, hi, Lena Park. I am Amir from Pakistan. Hello. Thanks for checking in with us today. Ratikartika4 says, hello, Lena Anni. I actually listen to your broadcast every time. I still work. Really want to hear your voice every day, Anni. It's very, very sweet. I'm glad to be part of your daily routine. Listener, I'm Kelly Wrights. I am in Malaysia on a business trip. It's a short trip, but has a very busy schedule. Lots of agenda to cover, so I didn't really want to come, but I'm here anyway. It seems I could complain on and on about this. Nevertheless, what makes me calm is the weather and clean air here. It's hot, but I like it. By the way, it's International Women's Day. Let me send warm cheers and good vibes to you all. Yes, it is Women's Day. I've been getting lots of this and that here and there. Women's Day, special Women's Day filters on photo apps, etc. Very festive. I hope you have a really lovely time in Malaysia aside from your busy, busy schedule. Even so, thanks for letting us know where you are. Great. Forever Lena writes, I hear today is International Women's Day. Well, fighting to all women. Yes, that's for sure. Uh, love that uh, we have a day. It's really great. Because I don't think there's like a men's day. <laughs> Yay! Good to be a woman today. All right, let's look at song requests. We have a request from listener Haruyuki07, who simply asks to listen to Love by A-Pink. All right, got to be in that mood for A-Pink. And then Casey99 writes, Today, I am leaving a song request with a heavy heart because I have to put in some unexpected overtime. Mm. Oh, well, I hope definitely your song request cheers you up. Casey wanted to listen to Step by Kara. I think kind of give a little bit of energy and pep. I think both songs will give a little pep for our late afternoon here in Seoul. So let's listen to them right now. First up, A Pink with their song Love, and after that, Kara with Step. That was Step by Cara, and before that, Love by A Pink. Well, happy International Women's Day indeed. Yeah, we had a little bit of girl power there going on. Listener Yumi Zhang writes on me while listening to the rerun of yesterday's show, the term Tiger Mom caught my ears for the first time. At first, I wondered if uh, Tiger Moms are moms who get mad and roar because that's what I do these days. They say that one should not study math with their mom, and what wise words they are. Uh, Today, my son's having a hard time adjusting to school, so we decided to put off all the homework. I'll just be a regular mom today. Oh my, alrighty. Yes, Tiger Mom, that is definitely um, a term that's been around for quite a while. I think even um, from uh, like another generation, my generation, uh, my mom's generation, uh, it's been around. I don't actually know the source of that term, but yes, Tiger Moms is definitely a thing. You might be dealing with lots of Tiger Moms in your near future as you enter the world of elementary school parents and uh, that whole society. Well, good luck. And yes, today let's just be a, a regular mom. Wonderful. Chungsook72 writes, DJ Lena, I watched a movie called The Way Home, of which the main character is a dog. I really like dogs. 
I was worried that the end may be tragic, but fortunately it was not. I don't know why, but dog movies always make me cry. I was also reminded of my old dog who crossed the rainbow bridge and got all sentimental. It's amazing what animals can do for us. If you're interested, the movie's available on OTT. Apparently, it was based on a true story. Oh, man. I definitely do have quite a soft spot for those doggy movies. And it's so amazing that so many of those, um, like The Way Home and other movies like this, are inspired by true events. Because And we're so amazed. But what's amazing is... How the animals are amazing in a certain way, right? Their bond that they feel uh, when they bond with with a human. Hmm. Sounds like something I'll definitely watch. Thanks for the recommendation. And speaking of doggies, why don't we listen to uh, another dog lover song for our next song break? It's cold here with Your Dog Loves You featuring Crush. Listening to One Fine Day with Lena Park on KBS World Radio. Alicia Y is updating us today. Says, too many things do. Doesn't help that many of the colleagues I work with are off-site at a nine-day event, which I'm also working on, albeit behind a screen. Past couple of days were a huge struggle to meet a combination of hard deadlines, extended deadlines that still have to be met. Missed deadlines. Oops. Starting early isn't something possible for most tasks as they are dependent on things that happen just before they're due. I typically work from home on days like these, but the storeroom for a fashion client is a huge mess with a backlog of parcels to open and scan. And tomorrow morning, we have a yoga session followed by a planning workshop from 8 to 11, after which they're quite likely to visit the storeroom. So, well, it's not that I can go home right now either. My train line has stopped operations since 4 p.m. and it's still out of order. I'll listen to OFD while playing with clothes in the storeroom. Today is my last day of being 26 but I think I'm age a few years overnight. Oh boy. Well, happy early birthday. I'm just going to throw that out there before I forget. And uh, I'm so sorry that your last day of being 26 is not going so swimmingly. It sounds like uh, one of those Murphy's Law days where everything that can go wrong is kind of going wrong. Well, in terms of your deadlines, it does sound like a very um, great amount of finesse is probably required um, for this very kind of timed operation, right? you got to have a little timetable for when things will be able to be ready to go since you have to wait for certain things to happen to have results. Ooh, like a, like a very kind of intricate spy operation of sorts or something. Well, in any case, at least you get to have fun with clothes. Hopefully there's some fun stuff in there that you can help out with for your client. And uh, nice for you to look for the silver linings in your day. And glad that OFD is keeping you company. All right. I will be back with today's Parallel Universe after one more song break. Here's Big Mama with Harumandal, One Day More. Two different songs from two different parts of the world. It's like they belong to a parallel universe. It's time to listen to a couple of songs that are seemingly nothing alike, but actually somewhat similar in one way or another upon closer inspection. 
one K-pop track and one non-K-pop track, it's Parallel Universe. And today we will listen to two songs that are both titled Without You. First up is the K-pop song Without You by NCT U. NCT U is of course one of the many units of NCT famous for their fluidity in terms of member formation. In other words, they don't have a strict lineup, a member lineup. Um, the units will be switched out with different members of the the larger NCT pool and change it based on the concept of the song or the music. Now their song Without You was released in 2016 and this is performed by members Taeil, Jaehyun and Toyoung. Lyrically, it is about the joy of harmony and cooperation and it goes like this. Hold my hand and make a circle. This is how much we share. My whole heart by your side. Your dream by my side. Living, enduring, together, it becomes a little happier, endlessly connects again. Can't live without you. All right, so here we are, kind of deceptive in the title, right? Because they are not without each other. They are with each other, affirming the fact that they can't do it without one another. All right, and as for our non-K-pop song of the day, we will listen to Without You by American singer-songwriter Bryn Elliott. She was a philosophy major at Harvard University who made music on the side on weekends and during school breaks. But after a music producer heard her stuff, it didn't take long for her to sign a record deal. Now, she's yet to release a full-length studio album, but she has four EPs under her belt, and her song Without You was part of her latest released in 2021, entitled Can I Be Real. The song starts like this. I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to fall, but baby, I fell, I fell. You got me feeling, you got me feeling things that I never felt. Yeah, cause I lived darker days before you ever came my way. I don't want nothing to change. Yeah, you want me now. You want me now. I don't want to, I don't want to live without you, without you. All right. Another one talking not about being without you, but talking about being with someone and not being, not wanting to be without them. So we've got um, a kind of like the similar spin going on in both of these songs. Another similarity there. So let's listen now to them back to back. First up, Without You by NCTU, and then Without You by Bryn Elliott. Bryn Elliott with Without You and NCTU with Without You. That's the songs that we just heard. They were, of course, our parallel universe songs for the day. Now, coming up in part two, it is OFD's version of Kyo Top Ten, so I hope you don't change that channel. For now, I'll wrap up part one of the show with Monster X and their song, One Day. Welcome to part two of One Fine Day with Lena Park. In just a moment, we will hop on a time machine, traveling back in time to listen to some good old Kayo for our Wednesday segment, Kayo Top 10. Now, if you'd like to join us on our little trip here, there's a, a couple ways that you can do so. You can send us messages through Kung or use any of the message boards on our website at world.kbs.co.kr. You can also leave your messages as comments on our posts on Instagram at KBS One Fine Day or on Facebook at facebook.com slash English KBS. If you're streaming us via YouTube at youtube.com slash KBS World Radio Service, 
you can leave messages there as well. And also, if you have a Korean phone number, texting is an option. Just text us at Sharp 8150. Keep in mind, a regular SMS text will cost 51, and a long text or MMS message will cost 100 won per text. Alright, I will be back with Liz after a quick song break. Let's listen to Roy Kim with his song, Love, Love, Love. time, there were days when K-pop was simply known as Kayo. Back in those days, every Wednesday evening, every Korean music fan tuned into KBS2 TV to watch their favorite singers perform on the legendary music chart program dubbed the Kayo Top 10. It's not Throwback Thursday or Flashback Friday, but way back when Wednesday. And we're going to take a trip back in time, listening to some old-school K-pop music, also known as Kayo. And of course, to guide us through this trip, it is our very own OFD staff writer, Liz. Hello. Welcome back, Liz. Thank you for having me. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> very hump day-like conversation that doesn't yeah. feel like a hump day for you. It feels like a hump day for me. We didn't have those wonky, wonky weeks like right. we had uh, the past a, couple weeks, right? This has been a more or less regular week. Yes. Um, a little but, regularity doesn't hurt. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's a hump day, but not a regular hump day because we haven't had a regular hump day in a That's while. That's true. That's like. actually yeah. true. We either had pre-recorded hump days mm-hmm. where we had to kind of project hump day in our our minds but it wasn't and then we had days that weren't hump days but Mm -hmm. felt like them although (laughs) it was funny though because um i was cooking (laughs) (laughs) that's right you were cooking the last time we were talking here so as i was cooking um like i remembered so i tuned in (laughs) and i was like oh yeah this is what i said i would be doing Ah." that's right that's right so you were cooking and Mm -hmm. you were able to tune in Mm -hmm. that's fantastic Mm -hmm. I love it. Cool. So, any any revelations in the kitchen? Um, <laughs> I can now um, confidently say that keramari uh, is part of my repertoire. Oh, very good. Yeah, it was tough though. Keramari is tough. I always kind of, I've, I'm always fiddling with trying to figure out what the right like utensils I need. Mm. I end up usually using a spatula in one uh-huh. hand and a chopstick in the oh, other. Oh, that's what I did too. Oh, sweet! Yeah, because that's what my mom taught me. And, oh. um, yeah, she she makes like re- this really, really fluffy, fat keramari or yeah. egg roll, I guess. Yeah, those egg rolls, yeah. like omelette rolls. Yeah, right? so mm-hmm. um, I've been... Well, I, I could never make it as good looking oh, as she does because you know she's I been wonder. making it for. Well, her secret is she's been making it for over forty years. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, okay. I've been making it for four days now, so <laughs> I'll, I'm, I'm trying to catch up, but yeah. it's taking a while. Oh, yes, mine are never big and fluffy like mm. in the restaurants and stuff. Right? Well, I think part of her secret mm-hmm. is using a lot of eggs. Yeah, <laughs> so, that's true. Yeah. Sometimes when you go and order at a restaurant, mm-hmm. um, the rumors fly that like the one plate took like a dozen eggs and oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah. But I could believe it because, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's like a mouffet of layers yeah. and layers. So there's a million tiny thin layers. Mm-hmm. Mine always turn out very like, um, very modest, like kindergartner's lunchbox. Mm. <laughs> yeah, of, yeah. Right? Kind of but I think... Um, uh, one thing that my mom does different mm-hmm. is she doesn't put like any other ingredients in there. Oh, just eggs. Just eggs with a little bit of seasoning, like salt mm-hmm. and Maybe pepper, a salt and, and pepper, yeah, yeah, a little bit of sesame oil, and that's Ooh, it. Yeah, very simple and yet. Yeah, and I've been trying to like switch that over to olive oil because I think it's healthier, but mm-hmm. it just doesn't taste the same. Yeah, no, no, you have to have that 
that fragrance of yeah. the sesame. Yeah. It's really there for fragrance yeah. more than anything else. So right? well, on the pan, I would use olive oil and then it mm-hmm. just kind of clashes sometimes. It does a little bit. Yeah. Olive oil does have actually a strong kind of yeah. a flavor profile. Mm-hmm. So maybe a more neutral. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to stay away from coconut oil when I'm cooking Korean food. So. Oh my gosh. Because it makes it very Southeast. <laughs> it makes it very coconutty. Yeah. It makes every... My I mean, dad used I like to... It. Yeah. They went through this coconut oil phase. Uh-huh. And he would cook me um, eggs in the morning mm-hmm. <laughs> with coconut oil. And <laughs> no, stop it. No, no but if you, if you eggs, cook please. your eggs with coconut oil, oil I recommend, because I used to make scrambled eggs with coconut oil mm-hmm. and tomatoes. Oh, that might work because the tomatoes also... It, it's very tropical. Sweet. Yeah, it, does, <laughs> it feels very like a tropical thing. Yeah. Going on. Interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got people very happy for Kyo Top 10. Mm-hmm. As soon as our opening um, background music came up, we had Tepe Warren uh, with lots of exclamation points. Yay, Yay, Liz, and saying hello. Alicia's extremely excited as well because she says... I was suffocating in this closet, but suddenly Phew. I feel like I can breathe a little. Happy no. early birthday. Happy early birthday. And we have a Lita, Rita from Lahab82 as well. Hello, hello. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, some people are, Lahab's actually inspired to make Keran Mari tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually inspired to make it when I go home tonight. Cool. I'm trying to make it really fluffy. I, I, you know, I want to add stuff. Like, I want to add cheese. I like to add cheese in a lot of things. Mm. But um, because I'm not eating on my own. Like, when I'm eating on my own, sure, I Sure, you eat, can do whatever yeah, you want. Yeah, that's when I do coconut oil and tomatoes, sure. scrambled eggs. But sure. when it's my parents, I'm trying to feed. That's true. Yeah, yeah you gotta like just it. keep it really simple. I really like cheese. Um, you know, I get all those, like, uh, we call it kim, the, mm-hmm. the, the labor. Yeah. yeah, the seaweed, mm-hmm. dry seaweed sheets mm-hmm. um, from delivery. I say, please stop giving me these and they mm-hmm. pile up. So mm-hmm. I crumble those into my kid on my Oh, we... Adds a nice little salty... Yeah, but uh, we we never have extra kim because... Oh, we, you guys are the big yeah, kim eater. We, 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 love them. we don't eat them at all. Uh, so we're, I'm throwing away just packets of it. I should mm. just bring them to you. Huh? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I need outlets. <laughs> to share awesome. the bounty. Free games. Throwing away stale kim is a very sad thing. Yeah. yeah, it's such a waste of food. They go stale so quickly, too. They do, they mm. do. So I'll just bring them to you now. Awesome. <laughs> all right. Um, let's launch into Kaya Top 10. We've got um, an interesting interesting list because I don't know how you did it but I think you managed to find all new songs for Kyle yes that was actually the point we didn't know if it could it was possible anymore well see you see the thing is um, when I was looking at older charts I kept on complaining about how I've I've exhausted all my resources Mm. Um, but I realized I felt like I had exhausted all of them because I was only playing the songs that I already knew Uh, mostly anyway okay sure yes yes Um, and I wasn't really exploring you know like artists or songs that I never heard before unfamiliar titles yeah so today I actually went to a, a single chart and then decided that I'm going to pick out songs that I've never heard of before. Oh, nice. So <laughs> I have four of those plus one song that I actually know very well thanks mm. to my mother. Oh, but, um, so, And I realized that I was staying in the 2000s for a little too while, mm-hmm. uh, too long. And mm-hmm. um, initially, I the, the reason I dipped into the 2000s to begin with was because I thought I exhausted all the older songs right. and also because 2000s is... Good twenty years ago. That's so I figured, very yeah, it's older song. Trip right? back in time. It's also Kyo. Exactly. Still, yeah. So I was going to go there, yep. and then as I was trying to choose some songs from the early two thousands, I was like, "But they're not old. <laughs> <laughs> they don't feel old to me." Because, not to you. Yeah, because like when I listen to a particular song, it just. Zoo takes me back to that moment it that I remember so too clearly yes. and I was an adult then <laughs> you know like the songs from today we're gonna go to 1993 okay. and songs from then um, we were we were kids yeah, I could even exactly. say I was still a kid yeah mm-hmm. so I decided that I'm gonna if I'm gonna hop on a time machine I'm gonna take myself back go to when back. I was a kid not when I was a grown up who could drink so, yeah, that's, yeah, we're at 1993 now. We are 1993. Yeah. March of 1993. Second week, to be more specific, to paint you a picture of which songs were at the top. 
on Kara Top 10 anyway was uh, Kim Won-jun's 모두 잠든 후에 that was at number one oh. 철이와 미의 너는 왜 was mm. number two mm. and 박정훈's 먼 훗날에 was at number three that mm. was according to Kara Top 10 in the second week of March of 1993 on the other side of the bo- not borders on the other side of the borders we never know which song's top Pacific Ocean Snow's Informer oh my gosh I didn't know which song that was until I actually Informer. heard it. <laughs> he was like, it's just a one one off one hit. Yeah, crazy he's like, hit. Uh, somewhere between Offspring and Eminem. <laughs> I want to say he was yeah. very unusual. Yeah, but that song was catchy. It was, was yeah. yeah. Um, and then we have a whole new world, oh, the original. So this is when the original Aladdin was released. Yes. Wow. Well, the year before anyway, and it was still t- uh, it popping was still charts. Charting. Yeah. Um, and then we have Dr. Dre at number <gasps> three with nothing but a G thing. Gosh, I was in high school. <laughs> See, we were kids. Yes, we were kids. Yeah. Yes, we even have a Duran Duran song on the list. <gasps> and of course, we had Whitney Houston's "I'm Every Woman." As well as I will always love you on the charts. The big body bar, bodyguard. Yeah, so that's what those people were listening on the other side of the mm-hmm. ocean. Mm-hmm. And over here, we had Kim Won-jun and Charu Amie actually kind of speeding things up in terms of uh, BPM in the Kayo world, I yeah. would say. Yeah, yeah. But today, we're going to listen to uh, some of the char- or some of the songs that were not on those charts. Mm-hmm. They were... On the radio charts, it seems. Okay. And uh, they they were a little slower side on the slower side, and uh, it just happens that mm-hmm. all these five songs happen to be ballads. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So I've got a ballad playlist for yes. in store for us today. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. it's perfect for today's weather and soul. It's a little. It's kind of gray. Gloomy, yeah. Gloomy it's. There, we have a we have cloud cover and dust cover. Right. Yeah. So yeah. it's a little double whammy of that. Yeah. And um. Usually during the day, I don't even have to open my curtains because my curtains are white um, and it's bright enough in my room. Right. But today it was like super dark. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird. It was super dark everywhere in my mm-hmm. room, too. And I looked at our plants and I was like, oh, you guys ain't getting no sun no. today. No, no, no. Oh, so, so sad. But yeah, like you said, um, not so much like a bright go-getter kind of day. So mm-hmm. maybe this ballad playlist is just what we need. Right. And so as I was listening to these songs, I was like trying to pinpoint the genre because yeah. they weren't, they don't really seem like ballad, ballad mm-hmm. or even ballade. Mm. Um, it was like, I I felt like there was a word for them. Okay. And then so I settled on adult contemporary. Oh. And then I decided to look up the definition of adult contemporary, right. thinking that I would get examples like How Do I Live Without You by Michael Bolton sure. or even Meatloaf. Sure. Or, you know, because those are the songs I associate with adult contemporary music. Right. But I clicked on the link for a definition for yeah. it, and the image they had was Backstreet Boys. Backstreet Boys. Yeah, because they were trying to explain adult contemporary to the kids these days, it seems. Yeah, that's... uh, Yeah, and so some of the examples they gave were I Want It That Way by Backstreet Boys and Fantasy by Mariah Carey, and I'm like... That wasn't adult contemporary back when when it was released. Exactly, so back in 1993, (laughs) they were not considered... They weren't even released. No, they weren't. Yeah, they were like 1996 and beyond. Sure. Um, But yeah, so... According to that website, with very very misleading images, yes, I disagree with that. But I do like their definition because they Mm -hmm. define adult contemporary music as radio popular, easy listening songs with strong vocals, Mm -hmm. um, ballads, and sounds akin to soft rock. They said, and uh, style of pop focusing on soothing rhythm, clear instruments, and romantic lyrics, blending relaxed R and B, classic folk, soft rock soft pop and easy listening music so okay that's a pretty comprehensive definition yeah. mm-hmm. and I mean just think basically everything soft radio friendly yeah it's right? just easy listening easy listening yeah. easy listening for lack of better word mm-hmm. I, but I think we all kind of instinctually get what that means right yeah absolutely yeah. okay good yes. so that's Backstreet Boys was not and they yeah. were cutting edge <laughs> they okay? were idol when they, group when they, they, came, were, they were an idol group. idol group when they came out so that was a little misleading yeah 
<laughs> That's okay. okay. I'm glad I'm not the only one who feels that way. Okay. Yeah. All right. So our first song of the day. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. yeah. We're gonna listen to <laughs> 길고 긴 사랑을 위해. Uh, for the lack of better translation, I went with for long, long love. Mm. I'll explain the context in just a little bit. Yeah. And uh, this is a song by an artist who goes by the name of not Isengi but Kim Sungi. Okay. And he came first, obviously. Obviously. Um, and I, I actually found a wiki page on this artist mm. because I, I've never heard of him before yes. and I found a total of one, two, three, four, five, six lines on it. Oh. Yeah, that's it. Well, I was impressed he had a wiki page. But, I, yeah, that's yeah, what I thought. Six but lines. At, at, at the same, I was impressed that he had a page but at the same time it's like this, barely, this, this is a very useless it. page. <laughs> um, but it did tell me that he is a singer and a songwriter mm. born in Seoul City and uh, he started out by receiving a silver award at a college music festival or a competition back in 1987, mm -hmm. released his solo debut album in 1989, and this particular song, 길고 긴 사랑을 위해, was a follow-up on his second studio album for unknown reason called Chanel number 25. Oh, yeah. fancy. Uh, that one was released in 1992, mm -hmm. and uh, at the time, the title track of the uh, Chanel number no. 25 album was called Ham, as in Ham Radio. Oh. Um, and then in 93, he started promoting this uh, the song, 당신이 그리워질 때, which was actually part of a soundtrack. Mm -hmm. And uh, But 길고 긴 사랑을 위해 was a part of the same album, and it's... Um, did mildly well on radio charts at the very least. Mm -hmm. And uh, I actually did find him elsewhere on a link for quote-unquote one-hit wonders. Oh, yeah. But it was quote-unquote one-hit wonders because he had more than one. Right, yeah, right. Ham was a hit, apparently. Uh -huh. And then there was, of course, 길고 긴 사랑을 위해. And 당신이 그리워질게 actually made him a little more known mm -hmm. because it was a soundtrack song. Well, that's true. That's mm -hmm. right. Soundtracks can be great platforms as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, as for the song, I thought it, well, Adult Contemporary was part of the, uh, the, part of the reason I started looking it up was because of this song. Right. Um, and, uh, this song sounds almost country, but not quite. Okay. And I was reminded of artists, other artists like Cha Tanpung or Cha Jungga Tanpunggyeong and Yuri Sangja, except solo. I see. Yeah. yeah that's a good description. Mm -hmm. And uh, in the song, um, the long love that he talks about, mm -hmm. at, at the beginning of the song, he in the lyrics, he uh, he wrote and uh, composed himself, by the way. Right. Um, he talks about love in past tense for a little while. Okay. Yeah, so I was wondering if he was saying that he's going to love her for a long, long time to come, despite not having the feeling reciprocated. Mm -hmm. But... Mm, in the end, it sounds more positive than that. And uh, he explains that he, his fault had been he, trying to look good to everyone. Oh, trying to please everybody. Exactly, mm -hmm. yeah. Like, he wanted to... He says, so, like, He I wants see. to be remembered in a good light. Mm -hmm. um, and that that desire was stronger for one particular special someone. Mm. Um, and, and then he goes on to say, I will continue to try. Okay. And I will uh, I will continue to try to keep this long, long love, is what he says. So, yeah, mm. it's, a, it's a love song saying that I will love you for a very long time in a very roundabout way. Roundabout way. way. A lot yeah. of self-reflection going yeah. on there as well. But mm -hmm. it sounds very kind of close to the heart, mm -hmm. right? It is um, his own composition, mm -hmm. so... I should mention the last line of his wiki page did mention that he is now a Chanyang Songkyosa, which makes me imagine... Uh, missionary who spreads the good words of the good Lord through music. Through music. Yeah. A musical missionary. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Oh, wow. He has a YouTube page if you want to look it up. <laughs> yeah, you guys can look it up, but you can check it out um, what he sounds like here first. Mm -hmm. All right, let's listen. Kim Seung-ki with 길고 긴 사랑을 위해 for long, long love.
That was 길고 긴 사랑을 위해 For Long Long Love by Kim Seung-gi. I was uh, telling Liz as we were listening to it that there's something about this song that doesn't, it doesn't sound dated at all. It right. still sounds really relevant. And... It's very, it sounds like very honest work. Mm-hmm. And like no gimmick. All acoustic instruments uh-huh. tend to kind of stand the test of time mm-hmm. because they're still around. Yeah. And <laughs> I, there's like no gimmick, no hook, no, yeah. no like moneymaker lines. Sure, and, you know. no, but it's but still really solid songwriting mm-hmm. and really ambitious in its scope. A, a, a lot went into that production. That mm. that choir sound is not easy to achieve. Mm. Um, and so I have to say all in all, good quality, man. Cool. Really good stuff. Mm. Great. All righty. Now we're going to move on to our next song from 1993. Yep, we're going to go to 우리 많은 날들도. Um, another title that I had to translate myself. Mm. Our Many Days is what I went with. Mm-hmm. And it's a song by Park Jun Ha. Um, mm. He also has very scant Wikipedia. Oh, does he really? <laughs> yeah, but uh, he does have a really well-known one song, though. Uh-huh. Um, 만난 그때, which is also... Um, it's sort of one of my older favorites. Yeah. It was a, a part of a soundtrack for a drama at the time. I see. Um, that one was released in 1991. And mm-hmm. apparently it wasn't written for the drama, but it was actually the third track on the B-side of his first solo album. And, oh, yeah, wow. Yeah, it just got included Some on the people, drama. Somebody was like, I want that song yeah. on my soundtrack. Um, it nice. was actually written by Kim Sung-woo, maybe that's why. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it, it did well, and it did put... Uh, Park Juna on the maps, mm-hmm. uh, but he actually started making music in middle school. Wow! He was a part of a quote unquote group sound, oh. which is what we called bands, bands at the time. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> and because uh, you know there were group, they're making sounds. So group sound. <laughs> that's a group sound. Yeah, um, that works. But. Uh, after being a part of a band in middle school, uh, in high school, he met with uh, he met his close friend Cho Jong Hyun, mm-hmm. and uh, who is also a very popular, who was a popular singer in the eighties and nineties. Right. And uh, they uh, together they were in several bands, including Black Fire Ooh. and Kajigaksek, mm-hmm. and. Just because of the band's name Blackfire makes me wonder if they were making like heavy metal music or yeah, you, know, you just tend to hard rock music, right? But um, he's a ballad singer. <laughs> <laughs> so is Cho Jung Hyun. So it's kind of funny. Cho Jung Hyun is more rock ballad, I guess. Rock but, yeah. ballad, yeah. Mm-hmm. Blackfire. You just assume, but then you know, if you're making a band name, mm-hmm. you have to assume that people will assume things. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. With that, you have to be aware of that, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, Black so he. Fire. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> he released his second studio album called Pakjuna and You. I, it was oh, I love cute. that. Yeah. That's a great title. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's totally going to be the title of my next album. Awesome. <laughs> Yun and, and You. you? <laughs> that is so cute. And uh, this was the title track of the album, Uri Manan Nardirdo. And uh, this one leans closer to rock ballads okay. in terms of adult contemporary music. Mm-hmm. Um, a la Kim Min Jong or sure. um, Kim Jong Min. So it's not, it's, cl- but. I want to say it's closer to ballad than rock. Okay, okay. So it's like small rock, big ballad. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And it's a love song. Uh, Also, theme-wise, it's very similar to the song we just heard, 길고 긴 사랑을 위해, because he's saying, you know, um, we have many days ahead of us, Mm. and uh, for those many days, I will continue loving you and you only. Oh, nice. That's yeah. a nice, lovely it's a, sentiment. It is, yeah. And uh, he starts off the song by saying, how, like, what he, what makes him grateful for his special someone. Like, you made me realize the meaning of my life. Mm. And, you know, that's the first line of the song. And it just keeps on Building on yeah. that. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. It's a lovely song. Kind of, it'd be nice for like a wedding song kind yeah, of theme-wise, yeah, right? But um, Not sound-wise, though. Well... well I mean, it could. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Depends on how you arrange it, I guess. Okay. Well, let's check it out then. Mm-hmm. Here's Park jun with 우리 많은 날들도 Our Many Days. Mm-hmm. 
우리 많은 날들도 are many days by 박준아. If you're just tuning in, it is OFD's very own version of Gaio Top 10, and we're revisiting March of 1993, and uh, adult contemporary is mm-hmm. kind of a, a driving theme that we have here today, for lack of a better, you know, genre, specific I do genre wonder, to though, say. Like, would these songs have been considered adult contemporary in 1993 as well? Um... Because I don't I know. Think yeah, I we, think so. When we think in Korea, when we think um, not adult, what's I forget what the word is. Songin gaio. That's trot. I see. Yeah. So that's totally different. Yeah, it's a completely different yeah. genre, right? So it, well, that I've, is not easy listening. Just from my personal experience, uh, they don't Koreans don't really think of adult contemporary. Mm. As a genre at all, right? Or it's it's not a label or a category found anywhere, right? Um, even though for for my listening uh-huh. ears, I do also tend to categorize things. When uh, people tell me, "What do you, you know, mm-hmm. non Koreans are like? What do you do for a living? I'm a musician. Mm-hmm. What kind of music do you do?" And I go, "Adult contemporary." Really? <laughs> because uh, for Westerners, uh. that's just really the easiest way to succinctly kind of explain the general genre in which I work, right? I didn't Um, even think about that. Yeah, but uh, for Koreans, it Mm. actually just, there's no semantic Mm. meaning. There's no meaning. 90s Kayo. Kayo, Kayo. 90s Ballad. Kayo Ballad. Popular music, right? Mm, Pop. Popular music. So just what what we'd be hearing on the radio Mm -hmm. at the time, et cetera, et cetera. Absolutely. And uh, the next song, definitely, um, this artist falls into the category. Oh, yeah. uh, first, a very familiar name mm-hmm. on our list today. It is none other than Yu Yeol, and mm-hmm. we're going to listen to his song, Chom Sarang, First Time in Love. Apparently, a lot of younger Koreans nowadays, uh, uh, before the movie on Yu Yeol was released okay. um, in 19, er, 2019, right. um, a lot of people confused him with Yu Hear. Yu Hear. Yeah. <laughs> Nope. Well, when you say his name, it's... Yu-Yer. Yu-Yer. Yeah, I see. It does sound yeah. really, really similar. Yeah, yeah, but he came first. <laughs> Yu-Yer came first. He did, he, indeed. He debuted by winning a Grand Prix uh, at a college music competition in 1986. But... Uh, he was singing for a little while up until the early 90s. So he did release this song in 1992, mm-hmm. um, or w- rather 1993. Uh, but uh, starting 1994 mm-hmm. and up until 2007, mm-hmm. he sang less than he DJed. Yes, yes. Yeah. He, re- he really became more of a 방송인, a, a radio personality, right. TV personality in, in general in it. A celebrity. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but just I guess he just became better known as a radio DJ um, and a musical actor at times. Mm. And, um, yeah, he, he, I mean, he he was so great as a radio DJ that it inspired people to make a movie based on it, right? Yeah. Uh, the movie was called Yuyore Umag Album, which was also the title of his KBS 2FM uh, radio show. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, for our English listeners, it was called Tune In for Love. And I believe Cynthia talked about this movie before. Mm-hmm, yes, um, Tune In for Love. Mm-hmm. Uh, but going back to the song Chom Sarang, it was a part of his fifth album. And it has great lyrics because it was written by none other than Park Joon Lyricist. Or mm-hmm. Lyricist Park Joon. Mm-hmm. And... Um, the song was actually featured on the movie mm-hmm. uh, Tune In For Love as well. And uh, the lyrics are really awesome. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's So now we go into a love song talking about love in past tense uh. and reminiscing it and talking about how um, when I uh, feel as lonely as my shadows have elongated. Mm, oh, wow. Yeah. That's some good stuff. <laughs> right. That's the first line. And then um, he, after that, he says, there's a place that I seek out in the name of nostalgia. Mm. It just gets better and better. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there, you are there, and uh, there's a prayer of me dreaming of you and our end. So basically, he's thinking about a place or time where he loved Mm -hmm. and the love ended. Right. But he's looking back on that and all the things that he shared with that special someone. 
in a good light. Mm-hmm. He's very. It sounds like the music sounds like he's very happy to have the memory, mm-hmm. even though it's just the memory now and he can't live it anymore. Right. Um. It, it's just the lyrics don't exactly explicitly say that he's happy, but yeah. just the way the music sounds. Uh, it's very musical-like, actually. It, mm. it kind of sounds like you know that male character solo, like. One solo in there, right? Just, in a musical, yeah. Right, singing his origin story, right? Exactly, <laughs> the one that just kind of gives you a break in there, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, without the dance. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, he uh, wonders and then wonders if he now, uh, the way he is now, is anything close to what she had dreamed of, mm. and um, he also wonders why is it that I can never hear anything about you mm-hmm. um, is it because we're too far away mm, right. and then to me personally I thought okay well that's fading the song because there's no way to avoid your ex's information nowadays because <laughs> <laughs> you, you go on Instagram and it's there right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah it's a, it's a very lovely song um, never mind what I said about Instagram um, <laughs> and, um, it's I like the sentiment or the image of someone reminiscing a first love because yeah. the song is titled Chom Sarang um, or the first time in love and just, you know, going, ah, good times. Yeah. And really just pretty. smiling and, and being thankful and grateful for the experience and the memories. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's so relatable because that's how we really do feel about our first love, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. I mean, however badly or well it had ended, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll never forget it. And it's yeah. something that was, just, you know, one of the experiences that we're glad to have in our lives yeah, for better or for worse. It's you know? part of what made you who you are. Exactly. Yeah. It really did inform you in a mm-hmm. lot of ways. And looking back, it's always going to be bittersweet. I mean, yeah. You know what? All right. Here is Yu Yar with Chong Sarang, First Time in Love. We just heard Yu Yar with his song Chong Sarang, or First Time in Love. Um, yes, and so I feel always bad that people forget that he was actually. He is a musician, and he is a a singer, yes, a composer, Mm -hmm. but uh, his personality has kind of become more of the flagship Mm. feature of him. Not Mm. the person, his persona. Right, right. I guess I'd have to say, Mm. and oh boy, yes, I've had my share of visits to Yu Mm -hmm. album over the Mm -hmm. years, back in the day, Mm -hmm. mating all my rounds. Mm. That's pretty much how he's met everybody. Uh, That's another thing. He knows everybody. Because the Mug album just, you know, had all all, the guests on there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if only all the Korean artists could speak English. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Then we can have all of them here on OFD. All right. Going back um, to our... To 1993. We're going to listen to 처음 느낀 사랑. Yes, another first love song here. Uh, The English title for this song is First Love I Felt. Mm. And this is a song by an artist known as Park Seok-kyu. Okay. Have you ever heard of it? No, I have not. Me neither. Mm-hmm. But uh, the song. Yes. I've heard the song. Oh, 처음 느낀 사랑이야? Yeah, but not by his voice. Okay. So I thought it was a little odd. Right. I did a little bit of digging. Okay. He did not have a wiki page. But oh, I, he didn't even have a wiki page. Yeah, but I did find a news article on him. Ooh. Because when he was uh, debuting, he was uh, described mm. as the newbie singer who is a hidden gem discovered by none other than the legend Cho Yong-pil. Whoa. Yeah. So back in 1992, apparently Cho Yong-pil had his uh, little foray into uh, management. Oh, okay. Yeah, he tried it out, and uh, he dis- discovered, um, yes. kind of produced, helped produce two newbie singers. Oh, so he was the first JYP. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could say. <clears throat> he, was, he was JYP 1.0. Yeah. Wow, interesting. Uh, oh, JYP because JYP got it, not Yusuma. <laughs> but yeah, anyway. Um, yeah, so Park seok was one of them, and the other one was Lee Jun-seok. And uh, what he did was... Uh, so the J, the J, JYP 
like 1.0 yeah. was actually called peer music. Which oh, is, nice. Yeah, which is peer also music. Key. Yeah, that's right. I, I'm that guessing he used F E E L. I'm not sure. I couldn't tell you. Yeah. I anyway, <laughs> but yeah, um, but uh, what he did was he he I don't know why, but he gave these two artists two of the songs that he wrote himself. Oh, uh, just one each though. Okay, and he helped produce that one track uh-huh. for the two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently, that in and of itself was a rare occurrence as well because uh, whatever Tuempu writes, he sings himself. Right. So it was a very rare thing for him to give away any songs. That's and true. Yeah. That's what he did with these two people. Wow. Uh, but unfortunately, both of these albums flopped. Oh, no. And then he was like, yeah, I'm not going to do pill music anymore. Oh, no. <laughs> and so JYP 1.0 ended like that. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, so I thought I knew Tom uh, Nukin Sarangya sung by Cho Yong-pil. Mm. And I assumed that he sang the song first mm-hmm. and then gave it gave to Bak Seok-kyu. Mm-hmm. But apparently it was the other, the other way, way around, around. Because Cho Yong-pil recorded his own version of the song in 1998 as a part of his 17th studio album. Oh, and that's much, much later. So I guess, you know, uh, several years had passed mm-hmm. and there was that song that flopped in yeah. that chapter of his life that it just got buried. Good re- yeah. yeah. And he's like, well, I'm not going to waste my song. It's not, he doesn't even need permission. You yeah. Know? He has all the copyrights. Yeah. So. so he just sang it again. Well, and... it sounds good. Yeah. Bring the new life to that song. But and we're going to hear the original. That's right. And apparently the song was also heard in an episode, <laughs> the 14th episode of uh, The Reply 1994 mm, drama. So nice. okay. maybe some of our listeners would recognize that. Yes. Um, I was noticing some of the typical Cho yong synth sounds in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is adult contemporary yeah. uh, with less acoustic music, okay. <laughs> less acoustic instruments anyway. Yeah, yeah. And also, um, I was also, I think I'm reminded of people like Brian Adams, mm. just because of the the overall image of it, it yes. image image of the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah sure. Songs yeah. have images. Yeah, yeah. So they, they in, evoke images yes. in your mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, the song, when you hear the, I'm guessing Jungpil had a say in the like a uh, vocal um, direction direction as well yeah. because you could you sort of maybe because I heard Jungpil's version first, maybe. but I could sort of hear Jungpil. On the song. Sometimes that's inevitable. Mm. Like a lot of JYP artists <laughs> sounding just like JYP. <laughs> yeah. It's sort of inevitable when there's uh, yes. an overall producer just giving the influence mm-hmm. over everything, mm. even if it's not intentional. Right. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's interesting. So before it was Jo Young Pier's official track, mm-hmm. it was Park Seokyu's track. That's right. All right, let's listen. Tom the Kinsarangia, first love I felt. That was Park Seok-kyu with 처음 느낀 사랑이야, First Love I Felt. Taepae Warren likes this song. Mm-hmm. Love 82 is reminded of 친구처럼. Because the lyrics are actually saying, oh. um, uh, no matter how many times, how, uh, how much time passes, I'm still a good friend to you. I see, I see. Um, and you came to me with a smile today and mm. said you found your love. Oh, Ouch. yes. Yeah. Yes, there's almost exact same lines like that. Mm. Um, not written by you, Yar, but mm-hmm. you here. I think it was you here, yes. Mm. <clears throat> or was but it I mean, Choni? A... It was Choni, no. Uh, it's such a common theme. Yep. Yeah. Not like not in terms of songs, but it happens to everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You, 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 we see it happen all the time, mm-hmm. which is why it's relatable. And why yeah, we exactly. like to write about it so mm-hmm. much. All right, we have time for one more song. Our only lone, lone female artist of the day, and the only song I really knew, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, because this is my mom's Dorebangji <laughs> Nice. Uh, she's not good, but she sings the song because she likes it. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed yeah. to sing the song because you like it. Um, and she can't ever really sing it to the fullest because there's really difficult parts in there. Like, mm-hmm. like this is Do Sayon yes. I'm talking about. Yes. And 
Um, she's got the chops. She's got chops. Yeah. She can belt. Oh yeah. Uh, she's strong. Yes. Um, and we're talking about the song "Imam Tashi Yoke" or mm. "My Heart Is Here Again." Um, this song was actually on the Kaitoten chart in the week. Uh, nice. Of the second week of March of 1993, this song hit number 10. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm. this is after her huge hit and the Golden Cup win and the uh, Inkisang win uh, with her song Banna, which was a part of her second album released uh-huh. in 1989. Um, and with this song, released in 1989, but the song went on to... Uh, have her win awards in 1991. Wow. So yeah, the Mannam was a huge song. Crazy Apparently star. it is the favorite song oh. um, <laughs> chosen by North Korean defectors. Wow, interesting. So even uh, on the other side of the border people were listening, yeah, people to, this were listening to this song. Wow. Yeah. Um, and because she makes such a uh, I guess uh, significant pre- presence on TV uh, via the variety shows mm-hmm. and talk shows and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Not only now, but mm-hmm. even in the mid '90s too, because she's a great talker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she's, she's witty. She's witty, funny, clever, and yeah, she's a concise uh, interviewer, mm-hmm. and uh, she was also one of the uh, radio DJs that we all kind of hoped they would mm. ask us on when we were, you know, right, starting right. out. Um, and uh, again, another person that I just thought was a radio DJ <laughs> until I later found out, oh, yeah. what? She's a singer? But that's the thing, though. <laughs> Apparently, well, you're definitely not the only one. Mm-hmm. And uh, because she's on TV constantly, even now, yeah. a lot of the younger folks nowadays just mm-hmm. consider her a one-hit wonder if a singer right. at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and they think Mannam is the only song that she hit a big oh. with. But that is oh, not no, true. No. Um, Imam Dashiyoge was actually, as I mentioned, it was in the top 10. Right. Um, and even in 2014, mm-hmm. she apparently released a song called Parem. Mm-hmm. And this song uh, had over 12 million hits on YouTube. Wow. And she sold over uh, 10,000 albums. Wow. And that was a huge feat for a female solo singer over the age of 60. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty much unheard of. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, and uh, she's also, you know, famously married to another Golden Cup winner uh, singer, Lee Musong, mm-hmm. although they tied the knot after both of their wins. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know yeah. if that makes any difference. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, it looks like she still sings uh, because her 11th studio album was released just last year and apparently it was called Sayon. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing it's a pun. Uh, of her name. Yeah, her yeah. name. And her the name as well word as Sayon. Or Sayon, which still every is an anecdote. <laughs> OFD listener should know the meaning of <laughs> yeah. since I explain it every day. That's right. And uh, this song is very reminiscent of like Mm, I'm going to say Richard Claterman, just a, you know, big piano presence. Yep, yeah. And yeah. that just automatically m- makes it adult contemporary easy <laughs> listening <laughs> song to this me. This is true. Yeah. Yes. Um, and uh, it's a great song that you should uh, not maybe not try to sing, <laughs> like my mother. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, that whole Richard Clayton thing is, mm. that's going on, not anyone can pull that off. Mm. It's already, you already know that uh, um, she's got the chops when someone's mm. going to come in with this big Burt Bacharachy kind of mm. arrangement. Yeah. I mean, I'm just going to say, it's an easy listening song, but not an easy singing song. Oh, okay. Now there is a big difference. Uh-huh. Because, you know, it's, it's, it's an ear candy Sure. But mm-hmm. you know, it's it's hard to sing along to it's it because it's got a huge range. Right, right, right. Yeah. And also the lyrics, mm-hmm. um, they're very difficult. Like I don't even know how she memorized. It. I mean, it's not wordy. No, it's got two stanzas. Oh, that's it. Yeah, that's it. But I don't even know how she remembers it because it makes like very little sense to me. Really? Because yeah, there there's no full sentence in there. Oh. Yeah, and and. Um, she Very talks about poetic, how, yeah, yeah, and I mean, e- even if you just look at it, it looks like a poem too, right? Yeah, like it's got the same length, and you know, because yeah, it's really and also easy words with... that don't exist, like param irpun, it's the work of the wind. Hana irpun is already very poeticized. Yeah, but stuff. I mean, I just realized as I was saying it, it's it must be really easy to study. Uh, well, no, it's not. It's never easy to study poetry. Because <laughs> um, no. 
interesting. Our syllables are, you know, equal to the, the number of syllables we have in a sentence is equal to the number of letters, mm-hmm. right? Oh. Like, unlike English, so yes. like it's it's very visual. Uh, yeah, I, I do see that. It is mm. very visual, very symmetrical going mm-hmm. on in there. But anyway, um, lyrically, it's beautiful, mm-hmm. beautiful image like. Uh, the the lingering feelings becoming longings mm-hmm. and your they, she says tone kasim it's not the gaun kasim but tone kasim so it's like warm heart not yes, even an unusual mm-hmm. choice of adjective mm-hmm. and um, she also says <laughs> my love sometimes it's something that I want to throw away to a far far away place where I could never find it eternally okay but that even uh, what i said was not written in full sentence right right even in fragments Uh interesting but Mm -hmm. after saying that right Mm -hmm. away she says but my heart is back here again ah no matter how much you run yeah it is a love song Mm -hmm. we did have love 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 yeah we did we did Mm -hmm. all right and i mean just her story alone is like hey happy International Women's Day there. Yeah. Right, there you go. And it's going to close out our show because that's all the time we have, folks. Thank you so much, Liz. Always my pleasure. Thank you all for tuning in. Here's Noi Sayon. My heart is here again. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>